Welcome to Dig This, a podcast about using archaeology, heritage, and business to do some good in this world. I'm Jenny. And I'm Amanda. Join us in a guest or two as we reevaluate and decolonize our work, our relationships, and our values. We're recording from the unceded territory of the Shimshan Nation, the Kitsilis people in Terrace, BC and also recording from Bowser, BC. In the beautiful unceded territory of the Qualicum First Nation. Hey, Jenny, how's it going? Hey, Amanda, it is going great. We were just putting together some whiskey orders for Christmas. I can't believe Christmas is just like right around the corner. (laughs) Oh, I can believe it because there's nothing but requests from children and there's, I'm using up all my... (laughs) bribing and threats heavily right now there's a lot of threats of Santa's oh that's Santa's listening one yeah Santa's listening Santa's not going to come you might wind up with coal in your stocking to which being children of the 21st century they're like what is coal and then I proceed to tell them about our fossil fuels of the past (laughs) we actually have some coal because Zane picks it up off the trains from time to time so if you ever need some Oh, I do. Yeah, I may. Well, I mean, Vancouver Island, historically a big coal mining place. So I could probably find it pretty easily. <laughs> Surprisingly light, like it weighs nothing. <laughs> Shockingly light, much lighter than a bag full of toys. <laughs> the conversation in our house currently is the big question. Um, Jackson keeps saying, you know what the big question is? And I'm like, what? What is it? I'm dying to know. <laughs> I'm dying to know too. Where are we going to put the Christmas tree in the new house? Yeah, where are you going to put the Christmas tree in the new house? I know where you used to put it in the old house. (laughs) I have no idea. I have no idea. I haven't been to the new house yet. I need to come up. The living room is much smaller, so it's like quite a bit tighter with the furniture, and we actually had to get a new couch to accommodate it. We'll have to do some rearranging, but we'll figure it out. There's always room for a tree. Is there a fireplace? Nope. Hmm. The new living room has these really high vaulted ceilings and the tree that we have is it's going to look like a little miniature tree once we get it in here so might have to get a taller one. This the way you're describing your living room makes me think of the crew house in Thornhill. The living room. It's it's actually a lot different. I'll have to send you some photos. I can't believe I haven't done that yet no um I want the photos I want the house tour but I want to come up in person yeah we'll definitely get you up here maybe sometime in the spring so we can work that in amazing we're talking about Christmas Christmas is obviously coming and we are finishing up airing our first season how do you feel about that well apparently we're on episode 13 of 12 so we've gone a little bit overboard Uh, Jenny and Amanda overachieve again (laughs) but I think it's because once we got really going with this and coming up with guests and coming up with topics we realized that there's just so much to talk about that we need to do another season now yeah and we've already started recording season two we have some excellent guests planned for season two including uh, based upon uh, we were getting a lot of feedback from listeners and so we took that feedback and we used it to connect with some guests in response to what listeners were asking for. We do have some exciting upcoming guests for season two. So I'm excited about that. Also, 
thought we could take this opportunity to reflect on the episodes that we've already recorded and talk about like what were your favorite ones or some of your favorite moments that's a good question so before I kind of lead into that one of the things I found surprising was we recorded a lot of episodes and then we kind of forgot about them they went into production and editing and then aired and I had forgotten what we talked about right and then (laughs) the episode I did too (laughs) and so I really enjoyed listening to them with with fresh ears. And I also really enjoyed the really nice progression. We're new podcasters. We're not new to talking about archaeology, but we are new to podcasting talks about archaeology. And so I was really excited to see our progression starting from episode one. And then we kind of rooted our approach to archaeology and some foundational principles like surrounding uh, Indigenous sovereignty, who should be practicing archaeology. And I think that those were my favorite ones because they kind of set my frame of mind up for the rest of the season. I really enjoyed doing the origin stories too. Origin stories was also great. And and because it is something that we're frequently asked about, so we can we can just like tell, direct people to the podcast. Don't have to answer that question anymore. Just check out our podcast season one. Stop asking me that. Stop making me do later. episode one. Yeah, absolutely. What was your what was your favorite? Was it the origin stories one or did you have another one? I'm really stuck answering this question because I quite liked the last episode that we just aired last Wednesday with Peter from Geoscan. I really enjoyed that. Mm -hmm. I liked how we were able to blend a bit of field recording with our interview with Peter and just the way it all turned out. It was, I I listened to it actually about three times. Really? So much. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just get a real kick out of Peter when he's hilarious. Yeah, I can't wait to meet him in person. He sounds terrific. He is. Yeah, and I really also liked the near-death experiences one. <laughs> my, friend, my friend Deb Foran, who teaches at Wilfrid Laurier, Dr. Deb Foran, and whom I work with in Jordan, she was like, what was with those stories about near death in Jordan? And I was like, that's the way I remember it. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty fun. A lot of grizzly bears. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I like the tone of that episode, how it was like very serious conversation, but also hilarious. <laughs> I've also, I think also my... I, like personal favorites. I love when Candace comes on and I loved when Mark came on. Yeah, those were awesome episodes too. They're all so great. Even the episode with Joanne was really good. The epi- well, yeah, the episode with, jo- with Joanne was wonderful and she just brings such an expert lens to these really tricky topics that we're grappling with. And I find she just articulates it so well and has a real way of kind of getting down to the germane points that related to inequality in archaeology that we're considering and changing. Yeah, it was refreshing to speak to her about it and just to hear how passionate she is about it. I think we need to have her on again. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Really would be. She's got a lot to say. Yeah, she's a busy lady. Super busy. Uh, and, and has kids and a partner and a community. So lots of things going on. And we had planned to have a, a session recording talking about fire and archaeology and the archaeology of fire. 
and that one didn't work out because we were right in the middle of fire season which is I guess why it was a hot topic at the time but the guests that we had lined up weren't all able to to join so we still need to make an effort to try to record that one in the future yeah I think coming into season two as we're recording in fall and winter that would be a good time as I think fire operations wind down and so folks who are on the operations arm of fire can be more available perhaps yeah I hope so and then one of the episodes that we recorded early on, but we aired later in the season, was our roundtable with female archaeologists from academia, consulting, and museums from across the country. Do you remember that one? Oh, absolutely. That was, uh, can't say an eye-opener, but ear-opener. <laughs> yeah, it was really, I mean, I don't know that I said much in that one. I just was kind of sitting back and listening. There was such great conversation some of it was kind of relevant to what we were talking about in our, our last recording with Bob Muckle. I didn't bring it up, but as he was talking, I was thinking about like women in archaeology and why there are so few women in archaeology and how it has been that way traditionally in the past and historically. And now there's more and more women getting into the discipline, but I think it's a struggle at the field season time. I think what I found surprising about the roundtable, and, and I shouldn't be surprised by it, but I, I, I'm constantly surprised by the almost universal experience of trauma and sexual assault that female archaeologists have, either as the primary recipient or victim or a secondary witness. And I'm absolutely shocked, and I hope that that is not part of the experience uh, for future archaeologists. Yeah, hopefully just by talking about it, we can make more awareness about it and try to advocate for some change. Did you have anything that kind of stuck out or surprised you either about a particular episode or about kind of the experience of podcasting? I think there's just so much to talk about. And it's interesting too that like we're getting some feedback from some of our listeners who are not archaeologists listening to our podcasts and are really quite entertained and they're really learning a lot about the discipline that they didn't didn't know existed and aspects of archaeology that probably a lot of people don't realize we deal with on a daily basis. Yeah, and I think it's it's those additional trappings that surround archaeology or the settings that archaeology exists within. I think those are the wider discussions and I think that's why we have listeners from like many different fields, many different regions. We've had a lot of these conversations, countless conversations, these same conversations with BC archaeologists in pubs and at conferences and, and meetings. And we know that people are talking about these things. And we would love if not just BC archaeologists, but certainly including that group would see this as part of that community to talk about these things in a safe way, because we're all grappling with these challenges. It's, it's certainly not just us. Yeah, it's completely safe to come on here and talk with us. And I think most of the feedback we've gotten from our listeners has been positive. Absolutely. So we'd like to encourage you, if you are listening to our sessions and you're enjoying it, to give us feedback, let us know what you think. Uh, if there's anything in particular that you would like us to talk about in terms of a topic, just let us know or, or we'd be happy to invite you on as a guest. 
one of the things that we're looking forward to as we continue to build the community surrounding the podcast is taking the listener response and comments and building those into the discussion. So we have been getting a lot of great feedback from different folks, not just in BC, but from other places farther afield, some accolades, some questions, some corrections, and we have invited some of those folks on for the next season. So we're building that conversation. And if we're making errors, or if there's really excellent initiatives that are going on that we don't know about, we want to learn about them and we want to highlight them and build upon them. So that's one of the real big positives that we're looking forward to as well. I'm nodding my head. (laughs) Very effective. (laughs) If we were doing this podcast over, things that I have learned is I would not record the trailer first and I would not record the intro first because that nervousness and that apprehension then is embedded within every subsequent episode, even though we grew out of it very quickly. And other advice I would give folks who are thinking about starting a podcast is I really would recommend that they hire someone. I think that Amanda and I were in startup mode for many, many, many years and would just put everything on our backs and do it ourselves. And it's really nice to work with professionals, collaborators, and I would recommend that people find someone that they trust and work with them to create a podcast. What about you, Amanda? What's your advice? Advice... lessons learned I don't know (laughs) I'm still learning but um it would be nice to be able to record these episodes without children and distractions in the background makes it a little (laughs) bit easier Um, but at the same time it kind of adds to the flavor of the the show that there's other things going on in the background and just the fact that we're doing it on the fly (laughs) absolutely and that's okay yeah it's just the way it is I'd also, in in terms of looking forward, I would like to connect with other women running businesses in traditionally male-dominated fields and connect with them about how they've developed their business and not just archaeologists um, at all. I'd like to kind of find that overlap with other women. I think we could learn a lot and I'd love to have those discussions. Yeah, that would be really fun. Well, you know, for subsequent seasons as well, we might not be in a global pandemic. Jeez, I hope so. I hope this <laughs> pandemic ends soon. And so we could even like record in person. That would be amazing. That would be so great. And have guests in person. I would love that. And we have to have more sessions where we're drinking wine because we've only done that once. We had a kitchen talk and that was fun. Yeah, that was great. It's so funny because we were always having kitchen talks and then <laughs> and then it, I think it was just things had gotten so busy, but I'm sure it'll get crazy again and we'll be doing our work as we're cooking dinner and we'll be recording it. Yeah, I mean, it, we, we made it work. It's kind of awkward having the laptop with the Zoom on next to the stove. Um, you don't want to spill anything on the keyboard. So that's the challenge with that. But I suppose it could always be done with, with a phone. That's true. Also, and maybe we'll have a special Christmas kitchen talk. That sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Where we're like baking cookies. <laughs> what kind of mom do you think I am? You mean when I'm <laughs> opening a box of cookies? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, I know you like to do some baking. <laughs> Come do. on. I'm just kidding. I also like to do some baking. That's for sure. 
It'd be great if we could have more opportunities to do in the field recordings as well. I know we had talked about, we had all these great ideas in the beginning, but it's just, a, it's a little bit challenging just finding the right project and the right timing. And the right conditions. Mm-hmm. Right. But I thought you did a great job with that in the field with Peter. Yeah. that was completely on the fly. Like I didn't really plan it out. <laughs> just had my iPhone and it was a bit windy. So there's a bit of background wind noise. It, it still worked out, worked out great. And we also have Travis in that one too. So great. What I wish for going forward is that the topics we cover are like a real-time reflection of progress in archaeology in 2021, 2022. And so that in 2022, listeners aren't hearing us talk about the same challenges, but maybe like a new adaptation or a new evolution. And so that it's a way to track slow, but undeniable progress towards a different form of archaeology. Like key performance indicators? <laughs> what? Yes. <laughs> Here's Amanda with Business Corner in the Clanza podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, we'll throw in some KPIs. Well, it's kind of like goal planning and determining like what we want to achieve in the next year with the podcast and how do we measure whether or not we've achieved those goals. We need to kind of lay those out. We need some sort of equitable decolonizing measurement tool like there's that one for women in film called the Bechdel test we need the equivalent of that test for our podcast to track when it's not just you and I talking when there's indigenous representation when there's representations from marginalized folks in archaeology and that, that way we can actually track the success of decentering archaeology for archaeologists that's a reasonable goal. It might already exist for podcast. I mean, it exists for film, so it, it might already exist for other forms of media. Maybe we could put some information about that into the link. Mm, yeah, and if people don't know about the Bechdel movie test, this is a great time to learn. I really hope, Amanda, that we can do these in person. That's that's kind of my personal goal, and I really hope that I just get to spend more time with you. It's COVID for so many people has cast the things that are important into sharp focus. And I find that this podcast has been almost therapeutic in having this really regular connection to talk about things we both care about deeply. And it's been a bit of a life raft for me. And I want to keep that going. Yeah, I like that you say that because I've been feeling similarly, like really looking forward to Wednesdays when the new episodes come out. And I just take a bit of time sit back, put my feet up, or sometimes I'm reviewing a report and I'll just have the podcast going in the background, listening. And it's just, I don't know, it's just really reminding me of why I do what I do. And like we were saying in an earlier episode, how exhausting it is trying to decolonize our discipline. And we're not necessarily the ones doing all the work, but it is exhausting. And just listening to the, the podcast is um, the way for me to, I don't know, just feel, feel better about the work that I'm doing. So we definitely have to thank all the listeners for starting out on this journey with us through season one, for all the great feedback and for supporting us. We really couldn't do it without all the listeners. 
and we're really looking forward to season two uh, airing around midwinter. So people should stay tuned for, for that. And if they get their comments and questions in, uh, we'll be able to address them in season two, which we're also really looking forward to really making it a discussion. I hope that the month of December is a little bit less chaotic for you. <laughs> I know that October and November have been just crazy. Like just everything combined with life and all the field work that we're not doing, but our staff are doing and we're so involved in. It's just been, I remember it was April and I blinked and then now we're into like mid-November. So I don't know where the year went, <laughs> but I'm hoping that we'll get some downtime in December. Definitely. Downtime is on offer. We're doing it. Do you guys have any plans? Skiing, all skiing. I just got new skis. Looking forward to breaking them in. Really optimistic. I won't wind up on crutches this year like I did last year. Um, so <laughs> that's pretty much it, just skiing. Please don't do that again. I won't. That was the pits. I hated that. Yeah, we don't have any plans either. That's one of the weird things with COVID is that like normally we would have a winter holiday in Mexico or somewhere warm. Mm -hmm. We haven't done that in a few years. So we're really missing that aspect of our life just you know sitting by a pool and having some tequila but hopefully uh in 2022 we'll see the travel restrictions lifted a bit and maybe it'll be easier to plan a getaway mm, and and we are having our leadership team retreat in january so really looking forward to that as well seeing seeing part of the team yeah that'll be really fun uh, i guess i should start planning my my trip down for that but yeah I think we're all planning to meet in Bowser that's it hang out with you it'll probably be the warmest place in Canada so it's the right place to come in January <laughs> I hope so I hope the weather's good it sounds like you guys have had some really crazy storms lately yeah it's been it's been really weird even just while we've been recording this the weather has changed through three seasons out my window so that's just the reality of our world right now well, we're very fortunate to be able to do this podcast season one and really excited for 2022 and airing of season two and the recording of season two as well. So wishing everyone a happy holiday and a happy new year and hoping everyone stays safe and healthy. And I'm so happy we get to say, see you in season two. See you in season two. <laughs> Bye. Bye, Jenny. Hey, folks. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dig This. If you have any questions or there is something you'd like us to dig into, reach out online. You can find and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Dig This Pod. 